<laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. Sit down. Uh, yeah, so you know how bad the situation was with the Columbus crew ownership? How bad, Beanie? It was so bad, they're celebrating the fact that the Browns are buying the team. <laughs> Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Here's your host, Daniel West. Speaking of MLS... Oh, man, I'm going to dread this. The audience is going to dread this. We're all going to dread this. This this is by far the most controversial part of the show. That's including the segment when the pool of controversy comes out. What? That's an upset. I would think, I mean, we have delved into some controversial stuff here. Urban Meyer, what else have we d- talked about? I don't know. You've avoided it. I, I have avoided it. For those of you new to the show, if I make mistakes, I have to dive into the pool of controversy and discuss something controversial. And then you went off on your own last week and talked about Cleveland. Yeah, that, well, yeah. We're not, yeah, anyway. Anyway, but, so, I don't know what's in the pool this week. I'm not diving in, but even more controversial than the pool of controversy is what we're about to do next. Uh, several months ago, we formed a committee, not unlike the college football playoff committee, but to do something even grander and more important, and that is decide the four best teams in Major League Soccer. Everyone has played around 32 games so far this year. There are uh, two games, pretty much two games left for everyone. And most of the teams play tomorrow on Wednesday, and then we have the final two games of the regular season. So we set up a committee. We got this our, our news guy, Bagman, to head the committee, and it has produced nothing but angry people, angry letters, angry phone calls. And now I think leagues, like we've gotten a couple calls. Dave, you, you got a call from FC Dallas last week. Yeah, FC Dallas was very upset with how they were treated by the ranking. Okay, so we're going to try this again. Last week, or last time we did this, which was several months ago, Bagman left on the air. We have video of it. If you go to, uh, I believe yeah, I believe it's at, at my account, at Dan West Radio on Instagram, you can see the video of Bagman fleeing like a scared rabbit from our video connection. And driving away in his car because he could not handle the pressure of having to answer questions about these rankings. So, with all that said, we are now ready to reveal the top four teams in Major League Soccer. We have our dramatic music underneath, as you can hear. And for those of you watching on the network of Obscure Broadcasting... No, we're not there anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do not speak of them. Do not speak of them. Whoa, 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 whoa. They are evil. That seems a little extreme. They were, though. Still extreme. All right. Carry on, then. Give them their dues. I'm not... Well, that didn't end up well, but I'm just saying we shouldn't... They weren't evil. Suit yourself. Okay. Anyway. Now, without further ado, we are about to reveal these rankings. The music's still going on, by the way. And for those of you watching on uh, the Obscure Simulcast Network, there we go. That's that's the one I'm looking for. Congratulations. It would help to turn my mic on, John. Sorry. What happened? You hit the button back there? Yeah, I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. We're really taken away from the dramatic tension of this. Anyway, we are ready to reveal the top four teams and who is on the outside, who are on the outside, looking in. So we go now to number six, and at number six... Oh, come on! The Seattle Sounders are at number six in the Association Football 
playoff rankings. Let's move ahead in the table. The first team out at number five. It's the Portland Timbers. What? What? I, 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 uh, I can't speak. Okay. So now we're going to reveal the number, the, the four teams. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to, well, we, we ruined it because you were supposed to show. Never mind. All right, let's just keep going up. At number four. What is this? Dave is incensed. He has not been incensed by this at all. No, this is hideous. How? Uh, number four, by the way, for those you can't see, is Sporting Kansas City. He's the committee is mad. They have lost their minds. At number three. What? How? LAFC? Wait a minute, hold on. I'm I'm an oh whoa, wait a minute. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, I'm an LAFC fan. How are they at number three? We pan ahead to number two at number two. We believe it will be No, it's not. It's New York Red Bulls. And let's show you number one, Atlanta United. So there you have it. The top four at the moment right now, as a bagman in the committee have said, Atlanta United is one, New York Red Bulls two, LAFC is three, and Sporting Kansas City is four. We bring in now from uh, the studio right across the way, the head of this committee, bagman. I, I have a lot of questions here. First of all, number one over number two, Atlanta United played New York Red Bulls and lost. How are they at number one? Well, it's very simple. We looked at the whole body of work. We looked at a film, game film, which we always do. We put on those special glasses I told you about before that, that we can see stats and things that the normal humans cannot see. And we determined that on a neutral site in a final, Atlanta United is the better side. I understand that. One slight correction, MLS Cup will not be played on a neutral field. No matter where it's played. They just lost to New York in New York. Despite that, Atlanta United, the best team in the country. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll leave that for another time. LAFC at number three. I am a fan of LAFC. I've been to all but one of their home games, Bagman. That is not the third best team in the country. Well, here's the thing that you have to understand. We are, we are taking into account uh, several losses that they had while players were away on international breaks. What about the teams they beat while they were also on international breaks? What we're looking at here is a, a team that is an expansion team, new to the league. They have done a fantastic job of acquiring talent in many different ways. Carlos Vela is a great player. And we think that this is a team that could go up against uh, Sporting Kansas City, for instance. When we look at head-to-head -head matchups and we say, who would win on a neutral site? That's the way you do this. Who would win on a neutral site? And we think that LAFC would beat Sporting Kansas City on a neutral site. That's why Sporting Kansas City is at number four behind LAFC. May I point out to you that Sporting Kansas City went to LAFC and beat them 2-0? I was at that game. Was it on a neutral field? No, LAFC was at home. That's even better than a neutral field. On a neutral field, when there were equal Kansas City fans to equal Los Angeles FC fans, LAFC wins. That's what the committee said. I'll go. I'm not going to reveal their names, but of the 12 people in that room, we went around the room, we did our voting, and we said, who wins on a neutral field? And 9 out of 12 said LAFC. So even though they lost at home, you're telling me that when there are more Kansas City fans, they're going to win.
Hello? Do we lose him again? What's going on back there? No, I'm still thinking of an answer. Okay, we'll see you next week, Bagman. All right. Um, I, I don't know what to do with this segment anymore, man, because he keeps coming on here. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. Ha. These guys, this is scary, man. These guys, this committee in here, we don't even know who the committee is. This committee in here is deciding the fate of our uh, national champion here in Major League Soccer, our American soccer national champion. We didn't even get to Portland and Seattle. Where, where are the Eastern Conference teams? Where is Columbus? In Austin. No, no. Now, now you can make that joke. Now you can make that joke. Now you can make that joke. I want to get to save the crew in a minute. I do want to talk about this Patriots game. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. The Dodgers. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Yeah, pretty much. There's a whole lot that I want to talk about. But I do want to I want to delve further into this whole this Bagman committee thing cuz this is scary, man. This is completely scary. That these are the guys who are deciding. I mean, they're they're making stuff up. They are absolutely just making stuff up off the top of their heads. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Washington. Washington is dead. Washington is dead. Oregon killed him. Wow. That reminds me. We do have a, a games update. I believe it's next week. If if the Dodgers cooperate, that we're going to have a games update because the games are in full force. We have had a lot of casualties going out this week. And Miami. That's unfortunate. It really is. Virginia. Wait a minute. They lost to Virginia. Miami was killed by Virginia. Yeah. Wow. I did not see that coming. Okay. Let's get to uh, the Patriots game next. Well, quickly. Uh, they're immortal. Moving on. That's it. That's all I have. They're immortal. I've been seeing this since, pretty much since I've been alive. One of my first football experiences that I remember is the Tuck World game. So I have no other memories in my mind of anything except the Patriots driving down the field. Like, they're immortal. They are, they are a video game boss. The New England Patriots... Or that guy at the end of a video game that you just have to shoot down and kill and he always comes back. Like, he's like one of those video game bosses, but then he has extra health. So, like, while you're trying to, like, slice out his feet with your little sword and he's at, what, 95% damage, then suddenly, like, a, a plane comes above him and gives him health. And then he's at, like, 110%. He they cannot die. Tom Brady is, like, 50 years old. Their wide receivers are Dave's height. Hey, wait, what are you trying, what are you, hey, that was a good one, hold on. Give it to him, John, give it to him. No, oh, one second. Forget Tom Brady, it's not Tom Brady. Do you remember when Tom Brady got injured and everyone was dancing in the streets of the Patriots? No, 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 they got some guy named Matt Castle out there. No disrespect to Matt Castle, he's a great guy. You know, you know how, you know what the Patriots did for Matt Castle's career? I think he's still getting paid by the Chiefs. The Patriots made him look so good that he he is probably living in a very nice house somewhere around here or in Kansas City. I don't know where he is. In Southern California, Kansas City. He played for USC. That's why I mentioned that. You disconnected your headphones. You got so excited. I did. 
I plugged them back in, and you didn't need to tell the audience, but thank you. Well, for the people watching, they just saw your headphones fly out. They could have just wondered what it was instead of you blindly telling them. All right, that's fair. Anyway, where was I? Matt Castle, he went to USC, so maybe he lives out here. Anyway, Matt Castle is in a very nice house. It seems to be paid for by the New England Patriots making him look so good. Jimmy Garoppolo is in San Francisco because Tom Brady got suspended. And he went out there and won a bunch of games. Jacoby Brissett. Do you know who Jacoby Brissett is? He's the third string quarterback. He was. When Jimmy Garoppolo went down, they said, oh, we got another dude on the roster. Let's have him go out and win on Thursday night football. The team is immortal. They cannot die. Seriously, they can't. I'm not upset. I'm just fascinated. They cannot die. Did you see? Did you see the Super Bowl they lost? How close was that to being a Hail Mary? Run for the hills, America. They cannot die. They will not die. This will never end. If you're a fan of 31 other football teams, all you can do is nothing. It will never end. They will coach and play forever. The sport is lost. Thank you. When we come back on the informal program, save the crew. We'll talk about that and a bunch of other stuff right after this. You're listening to The Informal Program. Excuse me, sir. You dropped your wallet. That's not my wallet. But it has your name on it. What you've just heard is a terrible demonstration of the old SpongeBob uh, scene. That's my wallet featuring, I don't know what his name is, the villain guy and a very dull and dim-witted Patrick Star. Why are we talking about that? Because you need to get a wallet in your life, folks. We've talked on the show about paper money and about coins, but the point is no matter what kind of currency you're tracking around, you shouldn't be carrying it around in a burlap sack. It's very uncomfortable, and fr quite frankly, it's really tacky. So you need to pick up a wallet. Go to your local grocery store, go to your local market, go to your local gas station, pick up a wallet. And if you're thrifty, go online, buy one someone else has made, or if you're uber thrifty. Was that a millennial reference to the car company? No, that was just, are you super thrifty? You can make one out of duct tape. Go pick up a wallet and keep your change somewhere nice. And now, to Bagman. And now, it's time for the Bagman News Report. Here's Bagman. On Sunday, one of the most boring NASCAR races... No, I'm sorry. No pub, uh, personal commentary. On Sunday, a wildly exciting NASCAR race. That's what it says in the script. No, with that voice inflection. It's, it's talk like a sheep. Read it here. Corporate is literally hanging over my shoulder, making sure I do this report here. <clears throat> All right, I'll do it like Walter Cronkite. On Sunday afternoon... Oh, I like that. I like that voice. On Sunday afternoon, Eric Amarola won the NASCAR... Monster Energy Cup Series race from Talladega Super Speedway. It is his second win of his career and advances him to the round of eight of the NASCAR playoffs. Kurt Busch had the lead late, but ran out of fuel. That's it. That's all I had. Listen, I, if, if you want me to do more, write some more copy here, Dave. I mean, come on. Anyway, I'm done. Back to the show. Right now. 
doing a fantastic job. She really is. And now, back to the informal program. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's top three all time now. You have a problem with that? No, I think she is. Oh, after two episodes? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Tenet. It's uh, Capaldi. What? Oh, no, it is not. No, it is not. I've got to call your bluff there. No. Let me turn on my soundboard here. No, 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 no. There is no way. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa. No, it's not. Too far. Way too far. No way is it Capaldi. No. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw. What'd you think? She was good. I mean, it's no Sherlock. Oh, now, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're blaspheming. Oh, get him out of here. Get him out of here. That, 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 that is blasphemous. It is. It is. Look at that show and tell me that's not just a sci-fi version of Sherlock. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, really, come on. Oh, when did it come out? 50 years ago and Sherlock was the 1800s? Come on, tell me. Give me a whimsical, kind of wacky lead, an assistant tracking them around everywhere, and they're, you know, solving mysteries and saving the world. Come on, that's Sherlock. That's Sherlock Holmes. It's just a ripoff. Oh, now you've gone too far. Too far. I think you're just trying to rile them up. Yeah, I am, but it is it's true. Look it up. Look, look at the similarities there. Always walking around in a jacket around England. Telling stories. I mean, it's, it's that. You know how it started? What? Doctor Who. It was like an educational series for children, and they went in the belief box, and they were like, Wee, we're going to go to ancient Greece or whatever. And then it turned into like a sci-fi show of monsters and stuff. But yeah, she does. Jodie Whittaker is fantastic. I'm, not, I'm by no means am I a Whovian, but that was good. It's good stuff. All right. So we have gotten, thankfully, we've gotten the Patriots out of the way. They're immortal, run for the hills. We, uh, we, we haven't talked about the games enough. We're going to. It's coming. That's all I can say. It's coming. Our games preview is coming, but as you did hear, uh, Washington died on Saturday, and so did Miami. Finally, Miami was kind of hanging on. Now, remember week one, they traveled to LSU. They kind of agreed beforehand. They said, we're kind of two powers. We're going to meet somewhere in the middle of the country, and we're going to have a fight. And um, <clears throat> LSU won that fight by a lot, and the LSU Tributes had to run for the hills and regroup. And then they kind of came back. Uh, I'm sorry. Miami Tributes had to run for the hills and regroup. LSU chased them out. So they were, they were in hiding. And they thought they could go down and beat uh, Virginia. They couldn't. So uh, farewell to the Tributes of Miami, a truly great performance. Indeed. So now let's get to the save the group. Auburn. Wow. Okay. The save the crew story that Wisconsin's down. I think we all knew that was coming. I don't think we needed all the. Uh... That's true. They did look shaky for a while. Okay. So, you guys are ridiculous. By the way, is Texas still alive? Texas is back, folks. All right, that's a reference. No one's going to get it. Joe Tessitore, Monday Night Football. Yeah. Speaking of Monday Night Football, who played this weekend? Do you know who played this weekend? Ah, the news. We have not heard from the news now in a long time. Hold on for a minute. What is this here? 
What is the new snail saying, John? You speak new snail. Uh, wow, this is huge. Uh, on Monday Night Football last night, Drew Brees became the all-time passing yards leader in the history of the NFL. Wow, that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Yeah. I think that deserves some applause. Can we give some applause to Drew Brees, now the GOAT of NFL quarterbacks? Wait, you said what? I said the GOAT of... Stop right there. Patrick Mahomes. Cleo Lemon. Was he even a quarterback? <laughs> was he even a quarterback? I just said he was the greatest quarterback of all time. Cleo Lemon? Yeah, Cleo Lemon. Look it up. Look up his stats. I'm going to look up Cleo Lemon's stats. Can we get to the save the crew thing, please? Well, you're right. He was. Cleo Lemon Jr. No, he didn't need the junior, man. He was so good, he dropped it. What, the ball several times? No. He, oh, I see what you did there. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, no, he was a... Uh, he was a... Uh, <laughs> Man, your timing is off today, man. The buttons aren't working. Oh, blame the technology. That's always successful. It is. Never go wrong. Yeah, Cleo Lemon Jr. What a man. He's in the Canadian Football League. Did he play? Is he plays a starter? I'm looking up his stats right now. With the Baltimore Ravens, who did he play with? No, he didn't. He was with the Chargers. As a starter? Five thousand yards. Okay, so you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Cleo Lemon as the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, he was. He was the greatest quarterback of all time. All times or all time? Both, by multiple worlds. Doctor Who found him and said he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, see now here we go again. Last week it was the Yankees were owned by King Tut in ancient Egypt, and now this week. Yeah, no. See, this is what happened. In this dimension, he was okay, but I mean, like galaxies away, the man is—he's a, a goat. He makes Tom Brady look like um, um, Nathan Peterman or something. Don't do that to Nathan Peterman. He didn't. What did he do? Threw five interceptions. Okay, well, I mean, sorry. You can't even do it for your own jokes, John. What are you doing back there? Okay. Quickly to the Save the Crew story. This is a cool story here. I don't think we've really discussed it because it started last year before we had a show. We were still in prep for the show, and we were still hiring producers and, and engineers, and we're still looking for a producer. That's good. You got me on that. <laughs> you got me on that one. That's funny. Okay. Still, he doesn't. He doesn't realize it's a joke, but it's not. Dave. Okay. So this is the story. To make a long story short, it's <clears throat> what was that? I'm sorry. I, I had a moment. <clears throat> it's time for an informal story time. Here's Daniel West. By the way, are we doing any factoids? They're not ready for human consumption. Okay, we're not doing. You could just say no. You don't need to, to go all FDA on us. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> that, oh, that took me like five minutes to get. That's funny. Oh! That's funny. The human oh, yeah, now I got it. Oh, that was Food and Drug Administration. Thank you. Do you have to just spell it out like that? that no, no, never mind. All right. So this is the story of Save the Crew. Sometime last year... There were rumors floating around that the Columbus crew, a Major League Soccer team, was going to move from Columbus, where they have been since 1996, to the city of Austin, Texas. That's a terrible idea. A lot of people thought so. Now, why are the crew so important? They're important because in the history of Major League Soccer, they were essentially the very first team in the league. 
What? Yeah, there were 10 teams in Major League Soccer, and the first one to come into the league were the Columbus Crew. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to Columbus. Can I please tell this without the sound bites? Totally uncalled for. Totally. All right, I guess that's a no. So, what happened was owner Anthony Precourt decided the team's not doing very well, and we're going to go to Austin, Texas. Money. Something like that. So, people around the country just stood up and said, we can't do this. We cannot have this this prestigious organization, the first team in MLS, move to Austin, Texas. That, 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 that is blasphemous. That's right. So, what they did was they banded together and they started an organization called Save the Crew. And the point of Save the Crew was they were going to keep the team in Columbus. So... What, basically, what happened? what's happening over the course of this year, by the way, while all this is going on, the Columbus crew are in the, the playoffs. They make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, what? and the owner shows up, and they're chanting his name along with other words that we won't exactly use on the show, and it's very awkward. And he's just standing here, like, awkwardly watching his team succeed, which kind of goes against his plan because then he can't move the team. Anyway, did that make sense? What? I guess not. Anyway. So this is happening at the end of the season last year. It carries over into this year. And the Save the Crew people are trying to get stadium renderings done and trying to find local ownership that will keep the team in Columbus. Meanwhile, while this is happening, and while they are still the Columbus crew, the current owner, not only is he meeting with Austin officials trying to get a stadium done, he is so bold and open that he is going to Austin, Texas, and in fact, his people have a reveal for a new name and crest for this team that is still in Columbus if they move to Austin, Texas. What? Yes. You heard correctly. John, come on. If we're going to do the sound bites thing, you're going to have to do the sound bites thing. Okay, you don't have it. I mean, really, John. Well, that's just terrible. Thank you. It took five minutes. So, Austin FC is now this independent branch of Major League Soccer that may or may not move from Columbus. It's a mess. Anyway, what happens over the weekend, literally on Friday afternoon, the owner of the Cleveland Browns says, hey, we're in, con- we're in talks to buy the Columbus crew and keep them in Columbus. Yeah. But what about this Austin FC thing, which now people are invested in because – the owner unveiled a crest and a name for this stadium, I mean, for this team and stadium renderings for a team that's still in Columbus. Well, now, this is where, even though it's sleazy as all get out, we got to applaud this man because he has weaseled his way into getting his team in Austin because now they're going to make a new team to put in Austin while the crew stay in Columbus. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know it's confusing, but we've run out of time. But the point is the crew... As long as these negotiations go through, have been saved, and will stay in Columbus. And that is very good news. Congratulations. And look at that. We're out of time on the show. But before we go, one quick thing about these Los Angeles Dodgers. They lost 4 nothing. They lost 4 nothing. You can get one? Thank you. For Dave, for John... For Bagman, for everyone, announcer man, the rest, the news snail, the biggest golden hat, wherever he is. I'm Daniel West. Yeah, there he is. We'll see you next week. Bye.
This is the Informal Post Show. I don't want to hear the rest of your, your Doctor Who rankings if you have Peter Capaldi in the top three. I mean, he was, he's underrated, man. Yeah, for a reason. I, I don't want to do the rest of the show discussing Doctor Who, though. I would like to say, though, Bagman's rankings will work themselves out because final uh, day of the regular season, LAFC plays at Sporting Kansas City. I will say that. But let, let's, you know what, while we have a minute, let me talk about these Dodgers for a minute. I was on Bagman's show earlier today, and I pointed out that I was a little bit concerned because the Dodgers had scored all their runs at one point in the uh, NLDS on home runs. Let me remind you, Dodger Stadium is not Minute Maid Park in Houston. Dodger Stadium is not known for giving up home runs. If you're not generating offense in the playoffs, that's a bit concerning. So we'll see what happens. They're down 2-1 right now. Hopefully they win tonight, but we'll see, and we'll see what happens when we talk to you next week.